Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. Welcome back to another episode of I've Got a Secret. I could not be more excited for today's topic, the secret to making that first dance last a lifetime. We've got a lot to cover. We're going to talk about health and fitness, motherhood, pursuing your dreams, and how the heck it's possible to balance it all. And more importantly, how mad passionate love can be the force that drives it all. Some of you, well, actually all of you, are familiar with my guest today. She is an incredible woman. She is a professional dancer and three-time Dancing with the Stars champion. She is the only dance professional to have won the Dancing with the Stars title in two different countries. Her starring role on an unbelievable 18 seasons of Dancing with the Stars also led her to be one of the only professionals on the show to marry her celebrity partner. It was also just announced that for the first time ever, Dancing with the Stars has an official podcast, and she was named the host. So exciting. So who is she? Kim Hershebeck, of course. Hi, Kim. Hello, Robin. <laughs> so great to be here. It is so great to have you here. And I was almost thinking I was never going to get to say your day. I know. <laughs> that was a very nice uh, introduction. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you so much for being here. And oh. I've just been waiting all week to, to sit down with you and oh. discuss everything that's going on in your life. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've, I've been looking forward to coming in here and chatting with you. I've obviously... <gasps> I, I know of you when I've seen you in the hallways because yes, yes. I know people know at home, but my husband, his office is across the hallway from yours. Yes, yes, yes. So I would often like pass your door and and it's actually so nice to actually sit down and have a chat with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I have so many, I'll just say it right now, I have so many questions to ask you and in so many different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. What would you like to talk about first? Um, I think po- probably how I ended up in America. Yes. Um, so I'm obviously from my accent, you can tell I'm not American. <laughs> yes, and it's uh, beautiful accent. Thank you. Uh, I'm from Australia, oh. uh, from Sydney, Australia. Um, I did Dancing with the Stars over there. Um, before I did Dance with Stars, I was doing a show called Burn the Floor, which oh. toured around the world. So I travelled a lot and I was sort of overliving out of a suitcase. Mm-hmm. We'd been, we'd done a European leg, we'd done... Asia, we'd we'd done North America, and um, I found out they were doing a show called Strictly Come Dancing in England, and I was like, oh gosh, it'd be great if that went to Australia because I'd love to be at home. Like yes. I'm just, I, I just want to have some roots now and just settle down. Yes. Then I found out they were bringing the show to Australia straight after it, it happened in England, and um, I flew back. We were all going back uh, to actually start um, a tour of Japan but we had uh, about a month off and I auditioned for the show in Australia. I ended up getting the job. So I ended up leaving Burn the Floor, which I was sad about because I'd done that for seven years on and off and it was my family, Uh you know. uh Um, But I was just so excited. I uh, Actually, I was engaged then as well to someone. So I really wanted... Did he work with you? No, no. um, He was an Australian though, so I just wanted to be at home. So then, yeah, I did the show there um, for three seasons. <gasps> Can I just tell you right now, I, I don't want to interrupt, but Australia is a huge, the entire country, huge fans of the Dr. Phil they show. They are, yes. yes. We, we watch it all the time. Oh, like, I love hearing have, that Have you, you been there? 
Yes, we have I'm been sure. there. It's yeah. been a few years, actually like nine years. Uh, I remember because our daughter-in-law was pregnant on that on that trip, and now little Avery is nine years old, so wow. it's been nine years. And uh, we have never been felt so welcomed and loved oh, than when we went to Australia. the Dr. Phil show. Oh, I loved hearing that. Okay, so... Yeah. So I'm thrilled that you got that job. Yeah, and got so to I be got home. that job and, and I got to be at home and I did three seasons. Um, then obviously the American show was happening and I then, you know, my relationship wasn't great and so the engagement stopped. Um, oh. We broke up and I was just sort of a little, you know, I was at that crossroads. Mm-hmm. I think I was 27. Oh. I feel like that's like an age where it's like you, you go one direction or uh-huh. the other and you settle down or you don't. I, I don't know. Um, so for me that didn't work out and I was really sad about it and not, you know, in a great place. And then one of the producers of the Australian show went to work on the American show and he was showing some footage of the Australian one and they said, oh, we'd be interested in seeing Kim. So I flew over and just met with them just thinking, you know what, it'd be good just to get away for a little bit and just do this. And I flew home, just, I sort of, you know, forgot about it. And then I got a phone call a week later saying, oh. can you be here in a week for the new season? Wow. And I couldn't believe it. I, I was just so excited. I believe there are no accidents. I believe everything. Yeah. There's a plan for all There is a plan. At the time, I couldn't realize, you know, with the breakup, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, because I was the one that, that ended up ending oh. the relationship and then I would I was regretting it and stuff like that. So... So that phone call was meant to be. So that phone call was meant to be, but I would lay in bed and I could visualize myself on the show in America. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I could see that happening. You felt it. And yeah, I got the phone call in my mind. I thought I was getting, because I had danced with like young, sort of good looking, sexy guys Uh in Australia. uh And I just, that's lucky you. (laughs) That's all I'd really worked with, I guess. So in my mind, I thought I was going to get someone like that, like a George Clooney or that type you know, <laughs> yes. and um, all my girlfriends were so excited. They're like, wow, you've made it. You're going to the States. You're going to get, you know, some gorgeous A-list actor. And I'm like, I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> and I remember I, I arrived in L.A. And uh, and you had one week, you said? I one had one week, week together. yeah. Oh. I just had a bag and they put me up at the Palazzo, which is where, you know, uh-huh. I felt like Melrose Place or something yeah. um, near the Grove. And uh, they put me up there and then... They said, you've got to get to the studio straight away. So um, I couldn't, I didn't know how to drive on this side of the road. So um, I ended up, I think, just got a taxi. And I get to the studio and I don't know if people realise this, but we have no idea who we're getting until we walk in the door. Really? Yeah. So I get to the studio and I was just so excited. Was it George Clooney? No. Well, the producer said, okay, (laughs) we're, you know, excited to have you here. Your celebrity is actually in the room already and you're just going to walk in and say, hi, you know, ask generic questions, why are you doing the show, things like that. And I said, well, I may not know who he is because I'm Australian. And, and they said, he's the biggest star we've ever had on the show. Oh, and no. I'm like, it's George. Like, yeah. That's it. It's him. So I got so excited and um, I was expecting to see him or someone like yeah. him when I Brad walked in. Pitt. Yeah. And I, I opened the door, walk in and there's Jerry Springer. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I promise you, we're not laughing at I you. Know. We're just I love like he's one of you. my greatest friends now. Oh. And I remember he looked at me and he said, "I'm sorry." Oh, I love it. And it was just so he was the nicest guy. You know, I've never met him, but I've always heard wonderful things yes. about him. Well, I'd only ever seen this show, and I, you know, I hate to say it, but I did have this preconceived idea uh-huh, of him, but uh-huh. of his, this crazy yes, yes, show, like, and I thought he may be crazy, but he is the 
most intelligent, kind, lovely man. And um, I think that's why Dance With Stars is such a hit because yes. you really get to see who these celebrities are yes. and I think everyone really got to see Jerry Springer yes. for who he is and fall in love with him. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah, could so he that dance? Was, um, you know what? He really he could. <gasps> he, you know, he was like, oh, I can't really do much. But we ended up getting like fourth. We went oh, really? really to the end. Oh, good for him. And he could dance. Oh, and I mean, you must be a fun- – well, I know you're a phenomenal dancer but also teacher – because I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with the pros on Dancing with the Stars. Uh-huh. You have to be a great dancer. Then you also have to be able to teach and choreograph yes. and <gasps> and figure out how people learn as well because yes. not everyone has the same that's right. approach and you have to change your teaching methods to each personality. That's so right. The pros are, are really incredible with what they have to do and obviously they have to make these celebrities shine yes. and, and look the best they can. So. Okay, so right now I have to ask you, Who's been the hardest person for you to teach? Well, Jerry was challenging because I think he felt like he was older. Like he, he's not, he yeah. wasn't, but um, he couldn't do physically some of the things uh-huh, that the other guys uh-huh. could. Mr. T also, he was <laughs> difficult. Uh, he was actually my last partner that I had uh-huh. before I re- retired. Um, so I danced with Mr. T and again, oh, he's and not he's that old. Large. He's a large he's, guy. Yeah. But he would be saying, oh, I can't do that. I'm old. I'm like, you're actually not. Um, But he was so lovely to work with. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, everyone's so different though, I guess. So I mean, I've had so many dance partners on the show. I'm so impressed. Well, every week when I watch the show, every week gets even more impressed. I know. With all of you professionals because now I did not know you have to do all the choreography. Yes. You have to, of course, I knew you had to instruct them and, yes. and teach, teach them, them how to move yeah. and do all of that. And we always wonder as viewers, how much did they know before they even started? Yep. And uh, But you have such a large job ahead of you when the season starts. Yeah, well, they don't. Ha- a lot of them don't have any dance experience. And um, we get three weeks with the celebrities before oh, the first show. Nice. And it's kind of like an introduction into what they're going to be doing for the next 10 weeks. And you've won I, here in the States Twice. Yes, I won with Donny Osmond. That was my first win. Bravo. Oh, he was just the best. He is. He really is. I remember watching that. I'm so, I was just so happy for you and for him. He was the nicest guy. He used to sing in rehearsals. I'm like, how lucky am I? Like, Donny Osmond, like, serenading me in rehearsals. This is crazy. That's wonderful. And his whole family. um, That's what I love about the show, too. Like, Uh It's such a family show and everyone brings their families to the oh. show and we all go out afterwards oh. for dinners and um, I got to, you know, know all of his family and his beautiful wife, Debbie. That's... and So that was great. And then I won with Heinz Ward, a football player from oh. Pittsburgh. That's wonderful. Yes. He's an athlete. So does, I'm sure that helps. It does. When, yeah, whenever any of the pros, when, especially the girls, when we get an athlete, we're like, yes, because yeah. you kind of know yeah. that yeah. they're yeah. going to be agile. and Yeah, because I've read up. and seen that athletes actually will do ballet and exactly. that kind of thing to be more, a little more agile on the field. Yeah, and I think with the, the athletes, court. they're used to that live aspect because they're used to it being game time. So I find some actors sometimes, I've had a few actors that, overthink things and uh-huh. they're used to probably doing it a couple of times in when they're filming if they're you know not from stage and stuff so mm-hmm. a lot of the actors get a little more nervous uh-huh. where the athletes it's almost like they don't perform very well in rehearsals and then when game you're actually time. dancing it's with like them on time. yeah when when it's showtime 
they pull something else out and you're like, wow, I, you could have done that in rehearsals yeah. and shown me what you can do. But the athletes oh, really are amazing, yeah. Love that. And then your third win. Yes, my third win was actually in Australia. Uh-huh. So that uh-huh. was my first one really. That was oh. I won in Australia oh, that's wonderful. Um, for that first time. And was your partner an actor or a Yes, athlete? like a TV host. Oh, I love yeah, so he was a TV host, and but I've danced with, gosh, so many different types of people, and then obviously my husband. I can't so, forget yes. him. Yes, let's go there. <laughs> let's go there. So when you walked in mm-hmm. and you saw Robert standing there, what was your very first thought? Well, just like going back a little bit, how it all happened. I had gone back to Australia to. Uh-huh. I got the opportunity to go and judge the show back in Australia. Oh for one of the seasons. And then I would come back and do the Dance With Stars cruises. We used to have a cruise line for America. So I would do that. But I was basically gone for two years off the show. And I didn't think I would ever do another season again. And I was kind of sad about that because I didn't really have a farewell. Uh So then I got a phone call saying, would I come back for the Dance With Stars tour over Christmas? That just gave me chills. Yeah. And it was just over... um, after Christmas time and I thought, well, nothing's happening in Australia. I'll go and do the tour. So I went to the do the tour and I was one of the only like original girls mm-hmm. on the tour. I was with all the young ones and I love them all so much but I did oh, feel like a bit ones. of an old girl. Yeah, so I was on the tour and then they were having their 10th anniversary special. It was 10 years of oh. Dancing with the Stars and they asked me if I would come back and do that season and yes. I was like, this will be great. Like it's It'll be my last hurrah. Oh. And Robert, meanwhile, had um, met with the casting director and he'd actually been going through a divorce and he wanted to bring that up to her because he was, you know, he he wanted to tell them exactly what was happening and he didn't know if they would want to have him on the show because of all the drama, whatever. And apparently when he left the meeting, it was actually at the casting director's house, they were having dinner. When he left, the casting director looked at her husband and she said, we need to bring Kim back. No. So I think <gasps> Dina, the casting oh. director, I have to owe everything to her. Oh, we <laughs> yeah. love her. So I think she had, I don't know, she just, oh. she, she thought I would be great with him. And then I, I guess underlying, she thought, oh, maybe something could really? happen. Oh my heavens, but I love her. I don't know her, great? but I love her. I know. I'm picturing her right now as like yeah. Cupid, right? <laughs> so then when <gasps> I got to the, I was just, Really excited about this season. I, d- oh. I had a feeling like, I don't know, I was just really excited to be back on the show. Yeah. Um, and let's tell all of our listeners, when was this? What year? So this was five years ago. Oh, so wow. What is that? Yeah. So 14. Yeah. yeah 14. 2014. 14. <gasps> so again, I get to the studio. They said, you'll know who he is. Yeah. But I had been in Australia for a while and I was like, oh, I don't, maybe I won't. And they said, no, we think you'll know him. <gasps> so I open the door and I walk in. I actually, I knew he was from Shark Tank, but I didn't know his name. Isn't that terrible? No, no. Because I hadn't really watched Shark Tank and I went, (laughs) hi. (laughs) I love it. And then we had to read, we had to do a retake because the I wish everyone listening right now could see your face because (laughs) when you said, I looked at him and said hi and he went, you have this sparkle in your eyes right Uh, now and this huge smile on your face (laughs) and you're kind of blushing. It's really beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it takes me back. So... I was. I remember going. Wow, he's so lovely. Like oh. he, he was so handsome and he's was so warm and friendly. But I'm like, gosh, I don't know his name. Oh. So I was like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. And then we did cut, and the producers just came over to me and went, 
okay, this time walk in and say, hi, Robert. And so we didn't, it, then obviously he knew then I didn't know his name. Aww. So we laugh about that to this day, oh, you know, that he, I didn't know who he was. Has he told you what he thought the minute you walked in? I think he was so nervous that he didn't, I think he. Because they're finding out at that, at yeah, that moment so, too. Yeah, they're finding out. Yes. Okay. So he was so nervous. Um, so I don't think it was like a instant like love connection. Yeah. Um, I think he you know, he thought I was lovely, I guess. Gorgeous, beautiful. But, I promise you his heart was jumping oh, up and down I think he was more chest. nervous and concerned about if he could move or what I was going to make him do. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of very professional in the beginning and oh. we both, you know, I thought he was such a nice guy. Um, and then, it, you know, we were just sort of doing the, you know, being very professional. Yeah. We, were, we were having so much fun together. We had to travel and just getting to know each other, you know, you get to know each other so quickly, which mm-hmm. is, you know, not a normal situation um, and you get to see someone go through so many emotions so quickly because they're frustrated learning things and they're vulnerable then uh-huh. they're happy then you know so you embarrassed or yeah so you really or, get to know somebody very quickly uh-huh. and can then I tell you right now that we've had a few uh, professionals on the Dr. Phil show yes. years ago yeah um, they, I was actually on with Donnie, I think yes. it was, we were all on the show together. A, a large group of you came. Yes. And, and were, we were on the so show excited. and Philip and I went and visited the night before yes. on the competition That's night. That's right. And then also another time, Alex and Edita yes. were on the show with a legitimate question. Wow. And uh, they were sweet and so kind. And they asked how Philip would feel if I was a contestant and how I would feel if he, he was, was a contestant. Oh, that's a good question. And, uh, we both said, mm, I don't think that would work. And my answer was something like, if anyone's going to put their legs <laughs> up on his shoulder yes. and wrap them around his neck, they're going to be my legs. <laughs> no one else's legs. <laughs> and everyone went, oh, you're jealous. You're, you're insecure. And I went, no, no, not really. No, yeah. I'm not insecure or jealous. I'm just smart. I'm yeah. like, That's so funny. It's only going to be my legs. I know. Well, look at me. Neck. I ended up marrying one of my partners. So yeah. it's, I mean... Yeah, you, it's it's a very interesting situation you're put in, but it's you know for the dancers, it's what we do all the time. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's just oh, kind I'm of, not saying it's not professional. Yeah, I it's totally normal. agree with that and totally think, understand that. But and he said the same thing. Yeah, I don't think I want another man right grabbing her and sweeping her up and whatever. So yeah, we were we were serious but joking because that is a very vulnerable position. Yes. So yeah. I, but it I worked out. It. Worked out for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love yeah. That. But with Robert, it's um, you know I didn't want it to be just a show thing. So uh-huh. I I had a bit of a guard up. I remember oh. he asked me out for dinner, probably like a month into it. Um, you know we'd all been out as a group and uh-huh. stuff like that, but we hadn't it been out just one on one. And uh, he asked me in the beginning of a rehearsal. He said, do you want to go for dinner tonight? And I just said, yes. Oh. And then I thought about it through the rehearsal and I was like, oh, I just don't want to cross that line. Uh-huh. I mean, just it's just dinner, but still I didn't, you know. And I remember at the end of rehearsals, I said, oh, about dinner tonight, I won't be able to make it, but I'll oh. see you tomorrow and oh. just left. And I think he'd been thinking about it all rehearsal. He was said he was really upset. Oh. So, uh, but he was persistent. He then, I think the week later, asked me to go to, his uh, really good friends were renewing their vows oh. at their house. Um, so he asked me to go with him. He's and a smart like, man. <laughs> I know, but I'm thinking, well, if he wants, you know, to take me there, 
like, okay. So I ended up. A vow renewal. I didn't go for it's dinner, a great but I first went date. <laughs> it was very romantic and yeah. that's where I was sort of like, wow, this is pretty amazing. But we sort of tried to keep it professional and, yeah, then we just sort of started dating properly and it's almost like dancing is just the way we met. We sort of uh-huh. have forgotten about it really and, and it's just even better. Like it's unbelievable. It. How long were you on the show together? Uh, we, I think we ended up getting fifth. So we oh, went wow. almost to the end. That's wonderful. Yeah, we only had like a, a week off, I think, and then it was the the finals. The finals. So <gasps> we, yeah, we went really far. And I mean, Robert's a businessman. He, you know, he has no dance experience. Oh, I love <laughs> he it. loves to dance. He loves to sing. He's not great at either. But I love oh. his enthusiasm. Well, you know what? We're <laughs> going to go over this a little later, but I do know for a fact that he's a Virgo. Yes. So he's he very focused. He's very focused. And once he takes on a task, I'm sure it's like, we're going to win this. Yes. Or we're going to do our very best to win this. He does that with everything he does. Um, you know, he races cars. He doesn't anymore, thank goodness. Yes. But he was, you know, committed to that. Then he did the dancing and he was like so serious about it in rehearsals he would work so hard and mm. I mean you know he did so great for someone that doesn't have a lot of rhythm can we say <laughs> yes, I <laughs> he, totally understand he really did well um because he but he had to work really hard at it you know yes, yes. because I'm married to a Virgo and so I know the traits of a Virgo and our oldest son is a Virgo oh wow and uh, he was born on my father's birthday with Virgo and I'm really into oh, so that kind of thing i enjoy yeah, it. It's, absolutely. it's kind of an entertainment thing for me. And But the traits of a Virgo is very focused and determined yes. to conquer yeah, that's, something. So that's that's Robert. Yeah. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. I love that. So so you started dating while you were Yeah, we kind of started and, dating, I guess, like, you know, a little bit. Uh, well, we were both really, it was kind of crazy. Like uh, it was like this old fashioned courting, I guess. Uh-huh, it was so uh-huh. romantic, I guess. It was really romantic, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, let me ask you this because I'll tell you first, my belief is I do believe in love at first sight. Mm-hmm. But um, at what point when you were dating did you really fall in love and know that you wanted to marry him? I think, I know this sounds crazy, but it was when we went to this uh, wedding, the renewal of the vows. Mm-hmm. We were sitting at a table and I could picture myself marrying Robert. I didn't want to obviously say anything to him like that, but I could see that like I was like this is the man I want to marry and have kids oh. with and I think he was now we talk about it and he was thinking the same thing and yeah it's just That's beautiful it is it's amazing and I you know I had a guard up for sure I didn't want to rush things at all so mm-hmm. I definitely took things slowly because I didn't you know a lot of showman's things happen and mm-hmm. I just did not want that to happen mm-hmm. so we I definitely took my time and it all that. worked out in the end like uh-huh. like you said in the beginning you know, we met later in life for both of us, mm-hmm. but it was just meant to be. We were meant to meet. Sometimes we're like, oh, I wish we had met earlier, but it was, everything was meant to be at the mm-hmm. at the time it was. And we're both just, we both say how lucky we are that we uh-huh. met each other. I've always believed that, you know, I grew up and I where I am right now in my life. And as I look back, I know that I have lived my entire life never wanting to live with regret. Right. That was just a driving force in my life. I also have always leaned on the belief mm-hmm. that every day we wake up, it has always helped me to yeah. not ever question Absolutely. what's going on in my life. Yes. Or, and it, it's a positive it is. affirmation for me mm-hmm. to believe that, that. It's just part of the plan. Uh, absolutely. And while, yes, I always question sometimes or I 
can get upset about something. We all do. Yes. But what really brings me back to focus or brings me back and grounds me in my life mm-hmm. is to rely on that belief yeah. that everything that happens in our lives yeah. every day is part of the plan. Absolutely. When I think, oh, why didn't this happen sooner? Or why didn't yeah. I believe this at an earlier point in my life? Yeah. I just have to tell myself, well, because it wasn't meant to be then. It's so true. I say trust the timing of your life. That's right. And, you know, it's really so true for, mm-hmm. for me and how it all worked out. I have a lot of, I was just talking about this to a friend just days ago. Lots of times people will ask me, if you could go back in time, if you could reverse your age and go back to a different age, what would it be? And to me, that's such a an odd question, or such a foreign question, because mm-hmm. I immediately think, oh, I wouldn't go back a day. Right. I wouldn't go back a year or five years, 10. I just wouldn't do that. I've never thought of that. I've never wished for that yep. because- To me, it's like, no, I wouldn't give up a day I've already experienced because then I'm I'm giving up so many joyful things while maybe I'm giving up some sad or hurtful things. And Mm -hmm. maybe if I went back two years, I'd have my sister in my life. But no, no, I I wouldn't do that because then I'm asking everyone in my life to give up the time they've experienced as well. Mm -hmm. So um, again, that's where I have to rely on everything that happens in our life as part of the plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you and Robert have been married three years. Three years. Uh, so tell us all about when he proposed. We'd been talking about it, um, but it was still, you know, a surprise. Mm-hmm. It was actually a, a house that we were going to buy, uh, but I I wasn't 100% sure that we'd, I know we had bought it, but we didn't have the keys and, you know, when you buy a new house, you keep doing a drive-by just uh-huh. to look at it. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, let's, we'd finished dinner and he said, let's drive by the house. So we did. And then he said, oh, they said, said we can go in because it's open. And I thought that was a bit strange. Uh-huh. And then we get in and then as we get to the back, I see all these ca- <gasps> candle lights and no. he'd done all that with flowers everywhere and that's where he proposed in that, you know, first house that we bought together. So. That That's was beautiful. very romantic. And, beautiful. Yeah. He and then planned ahead. He did. And then we went back to the condo and um, he had had all of our friends and family over. Waiting. So I guess he was pretty sure I'd say yes. <laughs> Virgo. <laughs> As a surprise. He's Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So He's that romantic. Was, yeah. So it was mm. really nice. And we had a little celebration and. What yeah. day was that? It was the day before the Oscars. Yeah. Four years ago. And you married in July. Yes, we did. Married, oh, yeah, 31st of July. That's beautiful. Yeah. So um, I know, yeah, it's, it's just amazing how it all happened. And and yeah, our, our wedding was so much fun. And Where was it? Uh, we just did it here in oh. town. We thought of doing just something quiet, like a little destination thing. But, you know, we wanted to celebrate mm-hmm. and we thought, oh, we'll have Robert's friends and stuff mm-hmm. come from Toronto and mine from Australia. So we thought really? LA's a good middle uh-huh. place for everyone to meet. So we just decided to do it do it there and it was really fun. Robert's Croatian mm-hmm. um, and when I first met him, he, he said to me he always wanted to be in the Croatian uh, dance group called the Colo when he was a kid growing up but he tried out for it and they said with the dancing and um, I guess they looked at him and they said, okay, you can be in the band because he wasn't good enough to dance. So he said, I've always wanted to dance in the colo and we'd just been in Croatia and seen one of the colo groups and he just loved it. And he had some Croatian family out for the wedding too. So I thought I'll surprise him 
And I went, I tracked down the local Croatian cola group in downtown at the church. So I went there and I said, would you guys come and do a performance? Oh. And they did a performance from the actual area that Robert's from. They have different songs and this was one and they dressed up. Oh, um, that's And they came in and I went down. I, I then became like Dancing with the Stars choreographing their number because <laughs> I wanted them to come and get the little girl to get Robert and the boy to get me so he could dance. And then we danced in the middle of it. <gasps> And Robert had no idea, but he kind of knew the steps, and we were just bouncing about. Oh, that's so beautiful! And it was a re- he was a really nice. I thought I'd done such a great surprise, and then at the end of the night, Robert surprised me with Olivia Newton John. No, yes, yeah, so I'm like, okay, he outdoes me again. Oh, I think it's a tie. <laughs> I think it's a tie. It was really fun. Oh, there I was think like that's little so kids, and there were adults, and it was just we were trying to bring in the different you know, cultures oh, yes. to the wet my Australian roots and, and he's Croatian. And Olivia Newton John. You should have seen favorite. my Australian friends, like it was crazy. I think I would too. Yeah. So what did she, she see? She sang, well it was my birthday the next day. So oh. yeah, so she started off by singing Happy Birthday. Well, Robert started singing Happy oh. Birthday. He said that he'd been he wanted to sing me Happy Birthday and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> so August first. He started, yeah, singing and I thought that there was the, someone in the band, a lady's voice. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. And then she walked um, from down the hallway. Everyone could see. I couldn't see it because I had my back. Uh-huh. And then she turned in front of me. Oh, that makes and you want to cry. I couldn't believe it. And then she went into Xanadu. <gasps> no. And then she said, do you want to sing with me? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we sang. So um, you can sing. Well, no, I like to but, think I can sing, yeah. you know. I'm sure you can. No. Oh, I love so it. So she did um, Xanadu and then um, we went into Let's Get Physical. I sang with her. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It was so fun. And then she stayed with her husband and we oh. stayed with the, like she was dancing on the dance floor with us and her husband. And You're so lucky. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so fun. So blessed. Yeah. That, your your marriage is very blessed. I know. That's it was, a it was, beautiful romantic wedding. It was pretty great. So we often look back at the video and we like, wow, it was pretty pretty cool. I have to tell you, I could just sit here all day and listen to this beautiful romantic <laughs> story of everything that's happened in your life with Robert. So let's move to the, oh, I guess the dessert phase of these beautiful babies that are in your life. Yeah, well, um, Robert and I, we were both older and we were thinking, should we, you know, I always wanted to be a mum, uh-huh. uh, but I wasn't sure if Robert would want to, but he was like, absolutely. So, oh, and does he have any children Yes, he already? has older children. Oh. Yeah. How so, many? Three. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So it's like starting over for Robert again. I was not sure he'd want to do it. Um, <laughs> but we did, we, you know, we had to oh. go down the IVF road because it was a little more challenging yes, for us. Great. Um, yeah. So we, we, as soon as we got married, we started trying and uh-huh. it took, you know, about a year. Wow. And um, so it took a while and yeah, we just ended up with only getting two healthy ones and oh, that's a miracle. Hudson and that. Haven. And so you have a set of twins. Yes. Boy and a girl. Yes. Son and a daughter. Yeah. It's, and I, I'm, I'm, I believe I've told you this, but I actually have a twin brother. Oh, wow. Yes. yes. Amazing. Are you close? We're very close. Oh, that's I mean, so I'm, great. I feel like, I, well, I think of him every day. He oh, doesn't live that's... here in California. He lives in Texas. But there's something very special. Isn't it? About having a, a twin. Wow. A, a, just a twin, period, or yes. a triplet. My daughter-in-law's an identical triplet. 
Oh my goodness. Yes. And we have twins and triplets in my in family, Philip's family. Wow. And then now our oldest son is married a triplet, but um That's incredible. But yeah, it's it's a very special bond oh. that a person shares when they're one of a multiple birth and I was thrilled to hear that you both oh, had a set of that's amazing. twins yeah. when you gave birth. And I know. I we couldn't believe just how lucky we are and and their you, names. Oh, Tell we us. just yeah, so Hudson is our little boy and Haven. Mm-hmm. Haven. Yeah. And do you know that Haven's middle name, May, yes. uh, is my mother's middle was my mother's middle name. Wow. Uh, and that's you my grandmother's. It. Oh, you yeah. spelled it just like my mother did, M-A-E. Yes, that was my grandmother's oh, um, middle name too. I love that. So that's why we went with May. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, So and they're just so sweet. And, oh, and how old are they now? They're now 17 months. Oh, wow. Yep, so they're walking and running in different directions and all of that. It's oh. really fun. They're saying things. and I was just going to ask you, what are they? what's their favourite thing to say right now? The first thing my son said was Lola, which is our dog's name. Oh, I that's guess we say Lola all the time and Lola now just comes and sits by their high chairs hoping oh. that something falls on the floor. <laughs> so she's always around. Um, and even when I was nursing them, she would sit beside me. Oh. Um, so she's been, you know, we've tried to include her. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Uh, what kind babies. of dog is she? She's a Bichon Pomeranian. Oh, how so She's like beautiful. a white fluff ball. She's the cutest little thing. Oh, I love that. So Hudson, he says Wawa. He can't say oh. L. I think L's a heart. He goes, whoa, wow. Oh, that's adorable. It's so cute. Um, and Haven, well, they, they both say mama and uh-huh. dad. They say that. They say nana because my mum's been um, helping, so she's been oh. over from Australia. Oh, that's I, wonderful. I think she just says nana all the time, uh-huh. so they say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and they're just trying to copy things now. Oh. Haven says She's got my Australian accent with the no. She goes, I know. Oh, that like is so Like she extends so cute. the O or when she says no, she goes, no. <laughs> oh, that is so precious. So she's got an Australian accent. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, when Avery, our granddaughter, was born, um, the minute I held her in my arms, I started going, Grandma? Oh, grandma. see? Yeah. <laughs> I started trying to teach her to say grandma. That's exactly minute. what my mum does yes. to both of them. She's like, Nana, oh, all the it. time. I'm like, Mama. <laughs> I funny. love it. I can remember a friend of mine who happened to be a pediatrician said to me, you know that when they're ready to speak, they will. And when they're <laughs> ready to read, they will. I could remember uh, our oldest is Jay and he was probably mm, two years old and I Spent all day teaching him to read this page in a book. Yeah. And maybe three lines. But yeah. I still, I taught him. And Philip got home that night and I went, sit down and watch this. Our son is a genius. Okay, Jay, <laughs> go ahead. And I pointed to the first word and I looked at him and he didn't say anything. So I gave him that first word. I went, the cat. And so I said two words and he just went, oh. And then I took my finger along and he read that first page. Three, oh, wow. three lines. And Philip goes, hmm. You know he's not really reading, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. You heard him. He read it. And he goes, uh, the genius part may be true, but I'm pretty sure he just memorized that page. Yeah. <laughs> went, so funny. No. I know. I said, no, he read it. And he went, well, okay. And of course, you know, Philip goes to a word in the second line, fourth yeah. word. Yeah. Jay, what does this say? <laughs> he just looked at it. He looked at Philip. He was like, yeah. Blank stare. And I'm like, oh, no. That's so funny. I spent all day helping him memorize the first page. Right. He didn't read it. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm about to do uh, the potty training thing. Oh. That's going to be fun with two of them. Oh, no. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And how old are they? 17 months? Yeah. 
So well, good luck. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, because I remember do, going through that. And um, you can go to Philip's website, oh. Dr. Phil Cho website, and search because he does have something on there about potty training. Oh, I've been like, that's you should see my Google right now. Yeah, and the, it can be done in one day. Yes. So my Google is. You should see the things that I'm googling. It's hilarious. Yes. But I will say this. When I went to teach Jay, our first, mm-hmm. it was really hard, and so I just gave up. I said, "Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force this. I'm not yep. gonna do this," and it was just nerve wracking. Yes. So uh, his pediatrician at the time told me, "When he's ready, he'll let you know." Yes. So I just said, "Okay." Yeah. And I can remember coming home from the grocery store with him, yeah. and he was probably two and a half years yeah. old, and I said, "Oh, Jay, mommy forgot to buy diapers," and he said, "Oh, that's okay, mommy." I'll just, just wear my big boy underwear, yep. and you won't need diapers anymore. Oh. And I went, oh, really? That's and great. I promise you from that day forward, that was it. he never wore a diaper again, and he never had an accident. Wow. So he did tell me when yeah, he was see, ready. Everyone's so different, and my little girl, she I think girls are a little bit more advanced. Uh-huh. It's just, you know. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> between the two of exactly. us and all the women out there. Exactly. I think you're right. <laughs> no, but she's she's coming up to me going, poo-poo. Like, like oh, she's telling me that yes. she's, so she's. Oh, she wants to go. Yeah. she's oh. well, No, she's already done it. So oh. I'm like, oh, how do I figure out to tell her to, before she She's uh-huh, gone. Uh-huh. So um I promise you look up that on his side. I will, but Hudson's not he's not quite ready yet, but mm-hmm. she is. So, you know, that's the and thing that with might drive twins. him if she's trained exactly. and he sees her. Yeah. Because who was born first? Uh Hudson was. Oh. They're a okay. minute apart. Yeah. He was born one minute. first. Yeah. So he's the old one, but she's definitely the bossy one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like just this little love bug. He just oh, wants to so cuddle sweet. and he'll go up to her and like cuddle her and stuff, oh. and she couldn't care less. Yes. You know, typical little girl. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> See, I was born five minutes before my brother. Oh, wow. Which, for some reason, from that moment, from in those five minutes, yep. I made the decision I was in charge. Yeah, of course. I'm five minutes older. So of course. It's like our entire lives have been me helping him, telling him what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like, I'm in charge of taking care of you and yeah. helping you. you and our entire lives, I've... I felt that way. Did you share a room as kids? We Yes, we did yeah. when we were very young. And at one point, I believe in the first grade, near the middle of the school year or whatever, the teachers all told my mother, we're going to have to separate them. Right. We're going to have to put him I, in another classroom because I've heard she that. finishes his sentences. And if he's reading from the little reader, you know, like the cat. Yes. And if he just would stumble on just one word, uh, d- d- dog. Right. Like I would mean, finish them to, for him in the classroom. Yeah. Dog, dog. And when... The teacher asked us to write our names on uh, top of our paper. Yes. I would have to help him. I would look for him and R O G. Before I'd ever write my name, I had to help him write his name. Yeah. So the teacher just told my mother one day, I've like, heard we're going to have to separate them. Yeah. Because she's doing all of his work. He's yeah. never going to learn anything. Yeah. So they did. They separated us. Oh. But I thought, no, 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 I'm, I'm in charge That's of his funny. life. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, sh- they share a room and they're so funny. Uh-huh. They'll, um, when they're going to bed, they'll sort of stand up and they can see each other over oh. the cribs and they'll chat with each other and it's the cutest thing and they'll throw their little like toys yes. across each other. Oh, that is so And then adorable. in the morning it gives me like an extra half an hour, which is amazing because they'll wake up and then they'll just talk to each oh, other. Talk to each so other. they're pretty happy in there. I'm like, oh, this is great. I can have a cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> and yes. then I'll go in and then they start, Mama. 
Oh, that is so precious. So then I'll go precious. in, but it's the cutest thing. Yes. And they'll be that way their entire lives. Oh, they'll have each other. That's so It'll great. It'll be the first thing in the morning that they want yeah, to do is so special. see each other, talk to each other. I'll put Hudson in. I'll pick him up first and I put him in her crib and I'm like, give, give heaven a oh. cuddle. And he goes to hug her. Sometimes he'll like tackle her yeah. and she'll end up on, you know, yeah. he'll tackle her down to the ground. It's so cute. That's so <laughs> sweet. I just, I feel really happy for you that you have both of them oh, together. We're just having so much fun with them now. It's it's amazing. I love that. And Robert's so great with them too. Yeah, we have fun. That's just wonderful. Let's talk about you and, and what's really important other than, of course, your family and your yep. children, your husband, your marriage. It it's all seems so blessed and I... I'm so happy for you. And I really honestly don't know how you do it all because for all of the listeners, I'm sitting here looking at you. You are just in amazing shape. Now, I know you're a dancer, but still you've given birth 17 months ago to twins. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you do it all? Because I'm about to ask you, about your dance studio. Yes. and uh, But tell me first, what do you do to stay in shape? I try to eat pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we cook a lot at home. We don't eat out too much. Mm -hmm. I do like to work out doing something each day. Sometimes it's just at home when the babies are having a nap. But I have a a dance fitness studio. I love to dance Uh and be free. Uh, so Let's talk about that because it's here in uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, so it's called The Bod, uh, The Bod by Kim. And it's in Beverly Hills. It mm-hmm. actually used to be Richard Simmons' studio. I love his, that. Yeah. So I went there once with my mum. She was a fan of his and wanted uh-huh. to go. Uh-huh. So I took her there for a class when it was going. And then um, I heard that it was closing down and I was looking for a space anyway. I'm like, wow, like that's such an iconic uh-huh. space. and. Uh-huh you know, what he did through that space is just amazing. And I didn't, I just, I don't know, I just wanted to sort of keep it. It's like that energy. The energy you there. that energy, I bet. Yeah. So I took it out, took the space over and it's been amazing. Uh, everything we do there is dance fitness related. So we do, um, you know, a hip hop class. We do Broadway class. We do um, like a bar, ballet bar inspired class. Yeah. We do ballroom, like Latin so everything is dance fitness and then we do another dance fitness class, which is my personal favourite where it's um, dance cardio for the first 20 minutes. Oh. Uh, so you're just doing dance cardio routines wow. and then the last half an hour is more bar-inspired sculpting. So we'll do, um, you know, things with a little ball. Uh-huh. So How yeah. many days a week? Uh, I, n- I only teach like that. one day a week myself uh-huh. on a Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, just because it's a little bit hard to, you mm-hmm. know, when I did the studio, I wasn't pregnant. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to have kids. Um, and then I was still in there when I was pregnant right up to the very end. I was teaching and, uh-huh. and in there more so just managing it. Uh-huh. Um, but since having the babies, I really want to be at home with them. Uh-huh. I was going in a little bit, but, you know, I want to be there for bedtime and bath time. Yes. So I just manage everything from home on the computer and That's I have uh, some another manager in the studio mm-hmm. and I have – the you know best instructors I love all them they they're so great I love that that you yeah so, so inspired got, still to be involved in yeah that so kind of dance the, and classes absolutely. and you're offering that so it's called the bod by Kim and everything's on the schedule we do a tap class actually that was this morning oh so uh, yeah you don't have to have tap shoes but it's really fun you yeah, know what you've inspired board. me because when you were describing the fitness dance yes. fitness class that's something i think i'm going to it that take. that's my favorite one um the one i do it's more latin cardio inspired and then the sculpting um we yeah we do the sculpting at the end it's been a while since i've been in the gym quite honestly and uh, 
uh, when you get to, uh, for me, once I entered my 60s, which was five years ago, I had kind of a shift in my priorities. And I thought, you know, I've been in the gym almost every day yep. of my life, actually. Mm-hmm. But for sure, starting in my 20s, and I've always been into fitness and yes. for health reasons and yes. whatever. So probably in the last five years, I kind of moved that down on my priority list mm-hmm. and started doing other things. Now, I still believe in fitness and, and my health and such, but I was just trying to move that down and get my fitness in other ways. And right. so um, just lately, I've been missing it and decided just in the last few weeks, like, okay, it's time for me to get back into a routine yeah. of fitness. And then sitting here right now with you, I thought, this is it. This is what I want to do. This it's is really This fun. is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I think it's that class. It is. It's so fun. And everyone that we have at the studio, all of our clients, um, our motto is everybody's beautiful. Oh, I love that. Um, and we have t-shirts that say that. The BOD stands for Body of Dance, oh, or it's short for it. bod, uh, Body, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but that's what we have on our T-shirts, Everybody's Beautiful, and we've got hats that say Everybody's Beautiful. I love that. Um, yeah, love your bod, so move your positive. bod. We've got all these um, T-shirts for sale there, and that's what we notice at the studio, Everybody's Welcome, and it doesn't matter what fitness level you are, uh-huh. you can have dance experience, no dance experience. Mm-hmm. They're all I have inclusive. no dance experience, but. Yeah, a lot of the people, they don't. Um, but people that come, they they just love being in the studio. It's a, got a great mm-hmm. energy. Uh, it's follow-along dances that everyone can do. And then the sculpting, it's very easy. But I believe you need to do both. You need to do the cardio plus mm-hmm. you need the sculpting. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So I, I feel agree. like you can't just do cardio and with without sculpting. So that's why I love Pilates. I love bar-inspired workouts because you get long, you know, you're not going to bulk up too much. I agree. Where you're just toning and you're trying to keep long, lean muscles. Oh, wow. That's what I've been missing, actually. I've always done cardio. Yes. And I'm, I'm really missing the cardio, but yeah. also the toning. That's the thing. You, you really have to do something mm-hmm. for the toning mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I, I love Pilates. I do go and do mm-hmm. a Pilates class. I like the reformer beds. I yes. did that throughout my pregnancy right up until the very end. <gasps> And I feel like that's what helped. And I was doing my class. We call that the body of dance, which is the dance fitness class. And I was doing that one myself. If I wasn't instructing it, I was actually just going and taking it mm-hmm. because, you know, you can move around uh-huh. and dance. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And, How uh, many days a week is that offered? That one is, yeah, four nights a week. Wow. I yeah, love it. The body of dance. You're going to see me there. Yeah. Absolutely. This week. Oh my gosh. It'll be so great to have you there. It's I'm so excited. Such a fun class, that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to get that t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> oh, I should have brought one in. I'll have to give oh, you one. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. It's, it's really, really fun. And oh. then... Um, Let's talk about your book. Yes. Oh, the five, six, seven, eight diet. Yes. Yes. I was reading it and it's perfect. Isn't it fun? It's it's a fun book. Talk about that. So I did that um, actually just after I got off the season with Robert. Reagan Arts uh, was the publisher and uh, they contacted me and we decided to do this book and it was, it was really amazing to do. So it's kind of, it's a it's a, a diet. It's got a diet plan in there. I worked with my dietitian mm-hmm. on it, my nutritionist, and we came up with all these great recipes mm-hmm. that I like. Yes. Um, actually, things that I cook for my babies now too, these little banana pancakes, they're just protein pancakes, uh-huh. one banana, one egg. That's it. I love them. Yeah. So I love those pancakes. Um, there's all these other great recipes, things that I like to eat myself, mm-hmm. um, but slightly healthier versions. You mm-hmm. know, I do love like burger and fries, but in the recipe, in, in the book, we do like, you know, a lean beef or a turkey mm-hmm. burger without the mm-hmm. bun and sweet potato fries, you know, things like that. And there's all these other great recipes. 
but I also sort of talk a, it's a mini biography, I guess, uh-huh. mixed in there. Uh-huh. Um, it's very inspiring. It, I have to say. Oh, it's really? very inspiring. Oh, that's great. And then when you add these recipes and yes. they're so healthy, it's like it's a whole new lifestyle. Yeah, it is a new li- mm-hmm. lifestyle. So it's kind of talks about, I guess I talk about my journey and the ups and downs that I've had. And mm-hmm. I think it's how, you know, it's not about the the low points. It's how you get out of the low mm-hmm. points, how, mm-hmm. how long you are in that place for and mm-hmm. how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I do share some stories that people might relate to, I guess, and, right. and how yeah. I got out of these situations. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. This might be a good time for me to talk about, as well, talk about our drink of the day. Oh, yes. Uh, we like to do that on the on this podcast. Okay, we always, have a, yeah, we always have a drink right of the day. Now. And today we're having hot tea, mm. and with that we're having scones. Yes. Because it's kind of kind of dreary outside today. We It hasn't rained yet, but it just it seems like it's going like to. It looks like it might. I kind oh, of so like it. It's kind of cozy and nice. Too. I do too. Thank the, you. The teas, yeah. So the hot tea just seemed appropriate, don't you think? It's very appropriate. I love it. Yeah. I love not, I love a tea. I love hot tea. Scones. We call them scones. <gasps> oh, you do in Australia. Yeah, they're very scones and tea. It's like a very Australian. Oh, I love British that. Thing, I I, and I'm sorry, I didn't know that ahead of time. Mm. But but I'm gonna say that. Yes, I knew that. That's why they're here now. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I, I I wish they weren't so far away. But it, I think maybe it's good because. I can't reach mine and, or right. I'd be eating it, but I'll wait until we're done. Yes. But I love scones. I always have yeah. scones and then the hot tea. My favorite hot tea is ginger peach. And, uh, but I I've also... I've got a... Yeah, I think it's green tea, offered, my one. Yeah, yes. Green, Earl Grey yes. green tea. Very nice. It just seems like the perfect drink of the day. I love and, that. Uh, another thing that we do on this podcast is play games. Oh, I love games. Oh, good. So, I love that. I created a game for us, oh. and it's essentially the name I picked was the newlywed and not so newlywed game. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm the newlywed. You're the newlywed, okay. and I'm the not so newlywed because Philip and I just celebrated 43 years of marriage. Congratulations! Thank That's you. Amazing. Just about a month ago, we've been together 47 wow. years, almost. I should say almost 47 years, but. Celebrated 43 years of marriage. That's amazing. Thank you. So, let me, my question. Okay. We're both going to play. excited. Me too. First question. What is your spouse's most prized possession? Besides the babies, I guess, his kids, I would have to say his cars. Oh, yes. Robert loves, he collects cars. Really? Yes. Love that. So, he... 
Yeah, he definitely has a few cars that are definitely his prized possession, I would say. Okay. I think our husbands would be the best of friends when they spend even five minutes together because Philip loves cars as well. Oh, really? He's a car man, and he collects. He probably doesn't have as many. I'm going to say he has like two right now that would be collections, uh, collector's choice. But his most prized, of course, we're not saying family, would be... Cars. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, gonna go with the same. The I'm go with the yeah. same answer. It's such a boy thing. I yeah. Think it's such a guy thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we have the same answer yeah. on that. Okay. If your spouse was a cartoon character, who would they be? A cartoon character. I'm and just, I didn't think of an answer for all these questions. I'm just yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm trying to. There's some sort of dog character that comes to life that's really enthusiastic and like uh-huh. overly excited. Uh-huh. Let's say he's like the most enthusiastic, excitable yeah. person. I'm, I'm picturing you'll that. Ever meet. I'm picturing that character too, and I can't think of the name of the Let dog. Let me but, think about it. Okay, so you think yes. about it. When I'm, I'm going to say for Philip, cartoon character would be that lion. Ah, you know who just sits around the, and the dad covers the entire jungle and that's once in a while goes. Rawr. So, the lion in the forest or the jungle. I don't know the name of that. I see Robin, uh, uh, Robert is like the happy feet penguin guy too. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> he loves to dance and he's happy all the time. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I just called I you that. You as like grumpy big lion, but. Uh, well, I didn't say grumpy, did I? No, you didn't uh, let's say take grumpy. take that back. I'll edit that out. <laughs> but yeah, lion. Yeah. Because honestly, he's like the lion who overlooks the, you know, I love that you said jungle. lion. For, for Philip and I said um, a puppy dog or a penguin. Well, Robert's going to be so, so mad. Sweet. I think, no, I think that's so You'll sweet. Like, and I said lion because I feel so safe all the time because Philip takes care of the whole jungle. Listen to me Your answer is here. so much better than mine. <laughs> Robert is going to be mortified that I just I love said your answer. puppy dog or a penguin. Oh, no, I love it. Especially when you see he's so sweet and happy all the time. That's just precious. Oh, no, he's just excited. He's so excited about yeah, everything. and Busy, that. busy. He's busy. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so what movie title would best describe your marriage? I have to admit that I didn't write all the questions, Mike. What's that movie? Staff here. Serendipity. Oh, yeah. That is a good title yeah. for your marriage because I, I love so how it every all detail. just. Yes, Serendipity. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think so. So, movie title for our marriage would be Love Story. Oh, oh. <laughs> that just came to me. I love it. Love Story. <laughs> Okay, complete this sentence. A perfect spouse is one who... Is there a perfect spouse? I don't... I don't think there's such a thing. I don't think there's such a... I think... Let's let's change that to... I think it's a perfect spouse is someone who... Close to perfect spouse. Close to perfect. Someone who listens to you. I agree. Or at least pretends they're listening. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you're right. Listens to you. As long as you, you. you feel like you're being heard. Good. I think... Great. Robert's very good at listening, very good at listening. Sometimes I think sometimes he's just pretending he's hearing me, but I feel great that, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you've just got to listen. You, you just want to be heard, mm-hmm. I think, sometimes. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. even want an answer. That's right. Yeah. That's right because, you know, I am married to Dr. Phil, so yes. I know that if I ask him to listen to me and give me his opinion, I know that he's going to. Absolutely. Because I've had to lay down the rule 
a long time ago. Don't talk to Phil me unless I ask. Right? <laughs> Don't talk to Phil me. That's yeah. so funny. Not only if I ask you to. So yeah, um, because seriously, I I know he's going to have the answer if I need it. So um, I'm going to answer that by saying a close to perfect spouse is one who I know will always have my back. Mm-hmm. Always have my back. Yeah, and I believe. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I know that Philip always has my back. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so who takes longer to get ready in the morning? Oh, duh. <laughs> well, I'll go first and just say me. You, yeah, probably me. Robert's he does do his hair every morning. Oh, yeah, he definitely does that. He's got that hair that you have to do. Um, but Philip, he's pretty Philip quick. Doesn't take long to do his hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, um, yeah, it's probably me that takes longer. Okay. He has more clothes, though, and more shoes than I do. Really? 100%. Yes. Really? Yeah. He needs a bigger wardrobe than I do. Really? It's quite unbelievable. And you're okay with that? We kind of have the same size, but yeah. Robert's got way more shoes than I do. Really? He loves shoes and he loves to go shopping. And it's kind of, although he's like, you know, he'll go in. And just buy it. I like to sort of take my time oh, shopping oh. and looking at things and he's just like, just buy it, you know. That's so fun. But he definitely has a lot of shoes and clothes. See, the only reason I'm like acting shocked or surprised or whatever is because I'm married to a man who could care less about clothes and yeah. shoes because I love clothes and yeah. I don't know. It's because I grew up really poor and there were four and daughters. Maybe that's what Robert says. Like uh-huh. he grew up very poor and he's really proud of, yeah. you know, that he yeah. can buy these things. And, I wore yeah. hand-me-downs my entire life. Right. And they were all handmade by my mother. But yeah. uh, I just love clothes and I raised boys. And I was the only woman in the house. And uh, I don't know what drives me love clothes and shoes, but shoes, weakness of mine. So, right. And Philip could care less. And he does. he could care less how many shoes or dresses or whatever I buy. So right. uh, it's fun. That is Carrie, fun. Carrie, the yeah, you have a husband who I know. I go into his, I love that. We actually have to make him a new shoe closet right now because he has so many shoes. It's quite funny his wardrobe. If you walked into his closet, you'd be like, "Wow!" So, are you talking dress shoes and then casual he, shoes? Then and- he has a lot of. He, Robert loves to wear suits. Uh-huh. You know, he still he still dresses up in a suit, comes to the office, and things like that. He doesn't have that much that so casual. Share a secret with us. How many shoes do you think he has? Hundreds. Really? Yeah. He has so many shoes. And then now he's into Soul Cycle. He's obsessed, like beyond obsessed. So he, he has like that many shorts and Soul Cycle, you know, those cycling yeah. shoes and all this like workout. He has a whole workout section. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say much about that because when I start my dancing. Right. Yeah. I'll probably exactly. have a whole dance section. A dance section. <laughs> in my yeah. closet. Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> okay. So let's do one more question. Yep. Ooh. How would your spouse describe your driving? Robert does think I'm a good driver. He lets me drive his fancy cars. So he must think really? I'm okay. Yeah. Or maybe that in the beginning, actually, he used to have a La Ferrari, which is this fancy Ferrari. Ooh. And, and what, um, what's it called? It's called a La Ferrari. Oh, I don't, I don't really know. I drive a Ferrari that Philip bought me. Oh, really? Me with, but it's not a La Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if any. I don't know if your listeners Ooh, will know what really that nice is. Car. But it was. I don't. I don't really know it either. But apparently, it's very fancy. And he let you drive it? Yeah, he let me drive. Actually, just along here, outside. Yeah, along this road. 
It was red, of course. Oh, mine's red. But or, any, anyone that I tell, I got to drive the LaFerrari, they're like, Robert let you drive his LaFerrari. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> so he must think I'm a pretty good driver. You must. Yes, <laughs> you must be. Because I'm going to tell you a little story. Yeah. Quick story. Philip and I were just dating. Yeah. And he had a, a Porsche, silver Porsche 911. Uh-huh. And now he was very, very poor when we started. He was a student and we started dating. And um, But... He had just gone back to school, and um, this was a, a vintage Porsche. Yeah. He was very proud of it. And um, it was like the last thing he had really of any worth to his name. He's very proud of it. And he let me drive it one oh. day. And I needed to run downtown. And uh, this was in Wichita Falls, Texas. And uh, I had to run downtown for something. And he said, well, take my car. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So it was a stick shift, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had never driven, driven one. Oh, my gosh. And I told him, I said, I don't think I should take your car because I'm not really very good at driving those kinds of cars. And he said, oh, I'll show you. And he took me out there, quickly oh, showed me how goodness. to do it. And so I said, okay. And so I drive downtown with it. And uh, I'm at a stoplight. And for some reason, I couldn't get it into first. Oh, my gosh. And uh, traffic started backing up behind me. <laughs> And uh, about this time, he and uh, his brother-in-law, Scott, wanted to go downtown as well. It'd been about an hour. And so he goes, well, let's just hop in your car and we'll go down. Maybe we'll see Robin. And uh, they pull up to a, a point on the street headed downtown, and the traffic is all backed up. And Philip oh, kind of no. jokes to Scott saying, oh, it's probably Robin. She's probably had a wreck or something in my car. And he's just joking. But sure enough, it oh, was me no. backing you up couldn't... the traffic. And Scott goes, you know, I've got this really bad feeling that it is Robin. So Philip goes, yeah, I, I think I'm going to check it out. And he gets out of the car and looks up like two blocks. And he goes, my gosh, it is her. Oh, he no. starts running up there. That car never drove again. It oh. never moved from that oh spot until my. the tow truck got it. He had to sell it for parts. I completely tore up the transmission. Oh my gosh. And it was vintage. Oh I felt horrible. No. But he didn't tell me for years that, that I didn't actually do that to the car. It was It was already it was on about its way to out. happen, I guess. And it oh just my happened gosh. with me driving in. I'm actually thinking right this minute <laughs> about how Nice he was to insist I take it. Maybe he knew. Maybe, yeah, maybe he oh, did know. I just now am thinking so about that. Sneaky. But he did tell me That's like, so oh, sneaky. it was like five years later. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you the transmission was on its way out. Oh, no. But yes. That's funny. But the answer so to my question. it all. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a setup. But um, I'm going to ask him about that tonight. But uh, <laughs> how he would describe my driving, if he's not thinking of that story, he would say, I do have kind of a heavy foot, and oh, I drive too fast. Right. Now, I do have one more game that's kind of like what we've just been doing, but it's a quick, it's a quick okay. one. So would your spouse rather sleep in, sleep in late, or get up early? Get up early. Okay, so Philip would rather get up early. Yeah. Watch a horror film or watch a chick flick? Oh. Uh, he'd watch, want to watch a chick flick. Really? Yeah, for really? sure. Really? Not Philip. He would rather watch blood and guts and everything right. else besides a <laughs> chick flick. So cook dinner or do the dishes? He cooked dinner. He's, he loves to cook, but he would never wash up. That's Philip. He yeah. loves to cook and he'll, yes, he cooks dinner. He always leaves the biggest mess you've ever seen. Isn't that funny? When he's cooking, I'm like, 
excited but like, oh, no. Yeah. Because I just know the mess I have to clean up. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Philip actually cooks dinner and he kind of helps me clean oh, up. Oh, that's good. But we, he doesn't get into a big production. Oh, no, Robert, I don't know how he goes through so many plates and oh, bowls really? and things. Like there's things so everywhere. <gasps> yeah, really? it's quite funny to that's see. That's fun. That's yeah. cute. But yeah, so Philip, no. adopt a dog or adopt a cat? Dog, dog. for sure. He's a dog person. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Date to the movies or date to a concert? Hmm. Hmm. Probably the movies. It was Robert's birthday the other day and I was going to take him to um, the Beverly Hills Hotel uh-huh. and surprise him with his Shark Tank people afterwards. Oh. And uh, he said to me, all I want to do for my birthday is go to the movies. Oh. That's all he wanted to do. And I'm like, but I was going to surprise you. He's like, I see them every day. Really? Yes. Yeah. So that. he, so maybe he would just want to go see a movie. Oh, Philip for sure it would be concert. He, oh, loves, he loves music. Con- yeah. Loves oh, music. wow. And uh, so, yes, concert. Mm-hmm. Live in a city or live in the country? We kind of just moved to the country, actually. Uh-huh. So the country. I thought that's what you would yeah. say. Uh, I'm going to say live in a city mm-hmm. or live in the country. Uh, live in the city. Mm-hmm. Backpack through Europe or drive across the U.S.? Robert would want to do neither of those. He hates road trips. I love them. And he would never backpack. <laughs> that's so funny because I hate to be a copycat, but I'm going to say exactly what you just said. Yeah. Philip wouldn't do either one of these, <laughs> especially backpack through Europe. No. Oh, no. And I wouldn't actually do it either, but I, I would drive. I would love to do a road trip around the States. Uh-huh. I would love to uh-huh. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done it on, when we do the Dancer Stars tours on the oh, big buses. how fun. But we don't really get to see much because you... You know, you turn up at a place, go in the back do the door, show, go, go in the under, back door, yeah, and then you leave. Yes, yeah, so I think that would be really fun. But I would mm-hmm. have to do a girls like Thelma and Louise type trip rather than with Robert because he he would not be in a car for that long. Oh my gosh, we just drive to Calabasas to see the grandbabies and our son and daughter-in-law. Yeah, he talks about the traffic the entire time. Yeah, what's up? Where are these people going? What's up with all this traffic? I don't understand. Where are these cars going? Why are they out? That's like exactly that's exactly what Robert does. Yeah. And I say, Philip, hun. Um, you know, you say that every time we're in the car. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Chinese takeout or Italian takeout? Oh, gosh, Robert does like both. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think takeout, probably Chinese. He likes going to Italian restaurants and uh-huh. cooking Italian at home. So probably I, Chinese. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to say I don't think we have ever had Chinese takeout. Ever in 43 years. We've wow. never had Chinese takeout. It's a very common thing to do in Australia. Oh. To get really? Chinese takeout. And I don't we, know why. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't. So that's pretty common in Australia. It is. And yeah, we've had Chinese takeout a few times. And Robert sometimes would be like, I feel like Chinese. Actually, you know, it's actually a bad thing when we get Chinese. I never drink soda ever. Uh-huh. I don't. The either. only time I crave a Coke is when I eat Chinese food. Really? Maybe it's all the salt Sodium and the or MSG in it. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we don't, but we never do Chinese mm. takeout. But I love Italian takeout. I do and like Italian well. food too. Mm-hmm. And when you just said soda and such, I gave up drinking car- anything carbonated yep. probably 10 years ago uh-huh. and finally got Philip off of it about five years ago. Yeah. Because it's really hard to it's, give up It's the worst. Robert drinks Diet Coke and I'm, he's uh-huh. only down to like one a day or something, but he yeah. used to drink a lot. Yes. It's the worst. It's, it, was, it was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. So chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, I agree. And last one. Going on a skiing vacation or an island vacation? Skiing, I guess, is snow skiing. Yeah. Probably island. Robert loves to snowboard, though. Oh, but I would yeah. like an island more. 
We definitely go to the island vacation yeah. every oh, time. Yeah. Like we, I don't think, well, Philip and I have been snow skiing one time. Oh, okay. Mm, one time. And that was years, and that was probably 38 years oh, ago wow. because Jay was two years old. But no. I think Robert being Canadian and all, yes. he's, he loves the snow. Yes. And uh, we went to Banff and that was beautiful. So I don't know. I bet it, that is beautiful. I love to go to the snow, but oh my we, gosh. we never ski. Yeah, no, Robert's a good snow, but I'm not very good. So he would leave me for dead, yeah. you know, <laughs> on the slopes. and He'd say bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't ski. And a lot of that is because Philip played football in college and oh, his knees would never make it. He'd never make it. So you like going and just like sitting on the yeah. So we go yeah, chairs. Just, uh-huh, yeah, nice. Uh-huh. And just look at the snow. Nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. We love a beautiful view. Yeah. You know what? It's been so much fun. I wanted to do one more thing yeah. with you if, if you have the time. Do you have the time? Yeah, for sure. Because you have your precious new babies and they're twins, yeah. I am really into numbers oh. and astrology just for fun. It's a, it's a fun pastime for me. Yeah. So I asked the uh, ladies and the gentleman that works here on my staff to run some numbers for oh, me Oh, this you is so exciting. Robert. I'm just going to tell you some things that I think are, it's really fun. <gasps> I've never done this. Oh, you never have? No, I'm very excited. I'm going to give you some facts about your numbers. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to give some credit, not only to my staff for helping me with your numbers today, but also to Carla Pennington. She's the executive producer of the Dr. Phil Show, and she also shares this fun love of numbers with me. And I said earlier, she's been the executive producer of the Dr. Phil Show since day one, and I like to say my best friend since day two. And we just started the 18th season, so you know how long that's been. Wow. And uh, just some fun facts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you, of course, we talked about that you met on Dancing with the Stars on February 2015. Yeah. So you've been married three years. In days, that's 1,152 days. Oh. In hours today. That's 27,660 hours. Oh my and in minutes today, you've been married 1,659,600 minutes oh my gosh. from the time you walked in the store. <laughs> and Robert's sign is, because he was born on September 14th, he's yep. a Virgo. Yes. And your sign, because you were born on August 4th, you're a Leo. Yeah. Which I love that. Mm-hmm. And your life path number is eight. Oh. And Robert's life path number is five. Oh. And the date of birth of your twins was April 23rd, 2018. Yeah. Born at 7.44 a.m. and 7.45 a.m. Yep. And you've already told us who was born first, which I love. Their horoscope sign is Taurus. Yes. Which is wonderful. The bull. The bull. And their life path number is two. Oh, and there's two of them. Yes. Wow. Isn't that fun? Okay, so life path number eight for you mm-hmm. is because your birthday was is August 4th. Yeah. I won't say the year. Okay, so <laughs> as a life path eight... You are alive to make an impact on the world through your drive and ambition. You are a person of authority and material wealth. You will often master the art of being successful in the career of your choosing. I love that. I do too. (laughs) I mean, it's you. You work very hard to reach your goals. You will often be considered a workaholic. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so far is that... Yeah, that's okay. pretty pretty accurate. You will typically have an issue with authority, which drives you to seek out and become a person of authority yourself, so you don't have to answer to anyone except yourself. When an understanding of balance between work and personal life is reached, 
you are unstoppable. Ooh, that's all very good. Now, Robert's life path number is five, and they call that the flexible five because he was born on September 14th. I won't give his year either, but Mm. he's called the life path five, loves to have variety in life. Anything new is exciting. That's true. Whether it is traveling to a place you've never been or meeting new people, you are always looking for the next experience and adventure. Mm-hmm. So you say he's always fun and happy and Yeah, really he's always exci- excited to do everything. Isn't that so funny? I'm, this is so describing him yeah. and it describes you. The war cry of the life path five is freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom to have fun, experience, and go seeking out new adventures. You need to explore what life has to offer and don't see any need to be rooted to a specific place, Mm -hmm. adventure. You tend to be the life of the party. That's Robert. Because you will go out of your way to meet everyone in the room. That's so true. He talks to everybody. Yeah. That is so funny. It amazes me. I'm like, how did you just get around the room and speak to absolutely everybody? And he's actually genuinely really interested in everybody. It's amazing. That is so sweet. Yeah. You know, Philip will not go out of his way because he's he's actually very shy. People right. would not know this about Philip, but he's actually very shy wow. in just a personal situation like a, a party. Uh, yeah, I'm he, a bit more like that too. I'm a yeah. bit more shy. Isn't that fun? Where Robert's the opposite, uh-huh. yeah. Complete opposite. Mm-hmm. So for the Life Path 5, a career that requires you to be in a certain place at a certain time every day will not be the best situation. True. Instead, you should consider a career that provides a unique daily experience. This could be careers from sales, where you interact with various clients, to a nature photographer, which requires you to travel and explore the farthest reaches of Earth. Oh, my gosh. It really does. Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm going to have to take that home and show him. Yes, I'll give this to you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited that these are actually right on. So now Hudson and Haven's life mm-hmm. number is two, as they were born on April 23rd, 2018. Mm-hmm. So they're considered the diplomats. Okay. As life path two, you will find yourself attracted to a life of building and nurturing relationships. Oh. You bring unity and compassion to the world with your big heart and have a tendency to bring out the good in people in your life. Oh, that is so beautiful. You can be very affectionate and considerate of other people's needs. You make good mediators because you can often see both sides of an argument with amazing clarity, which can be a very positive quality, except when arguing your own points because you tend to become indecisive. Careers that suit the life path too are ones that will allow you to serve others and society. If you are reading this because you know someone on a life path too, be sure to show your appreciation whenever possible. Let it be a simple card, a hug, flowers, or even treating them to dinner. So I'm really into numbers. My actual life path number is four. Oh, wow. Gosh, I've never done that before. That was so interesting. Isn't that fun? Thank you, everyone on my staff, and thank you, Carla. Yes, thank you. I hope everyone listening will find out their life path number. You can Google it on the internet and find out how to actually get to your life path numbers because I think it's very interesting. It was. That was so interesting. I'm going to give these to you. Oh, so you thank you. Take them home because it's fun too that you say they're right on. I think Robert may think that he's more like my one. I don't know. Well, he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that concludes our episode today, and I'm so sad it's over. I know. It was so fun chatting with you. you. It went by so it's quick. Been, yeah, I know. It went by too quickly. Could sit here it? and chat with you for ages. Yes. When we finish all of this, we can continue sipping our tea, and yeah. we can reach those scones over there. Yes, ex- <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Kim, for taking the time to share your secrets with me and the secret squad out there that's listening. And as always, a big thanks to you, the listeners, the secret squad. And speaking of podcasts, after I just talked about mine, I also want to remind all of you listeners out there that Kim is hosting the Dancing with the Stars podcast. And Kim, didn't you say you've done two already? Yes. And tell us a little more about when it airs and such. So it's the Dancing with the Stars official podcast, uh, and it's on Tuesdays. Uh, We have two episodes up right now, and you can see them um, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. That's wonderful. Yeah, so it's Dance with the Stars official podcast, and I'm the host for the whole season. I take you backstage behind the scenes, and we talk to all of the celebrities, the dancers, and uh, we just give you a whole backstage tour. Oh, I love that. So you'll be there when the winner is named. Yes. Yep. So I'll be there the whole season. I'm normally there on Sundays and Mondays, um, getting the inside scoop on things. I talk to the judges. Um, I'll talk to all of the the celebrities on the show. We we go talk to makeup, wardrobe. Uh Wow. Um, Just really get in there and behind the scenes uh, so people can hear things that they normally wouldn't when they're just watching the actual live show. And are you like me thinking when I started this podcast, I was like, oh, I hope it's, I, I hope I know what I'm doing. I hope it turns yeah. out that I can actually do this because I was not planning to ever do a podcast until Philip suggested it. And so this is new for you as well, right? It is new. I've only done the two episodes. Uh-huh. And you having uh, fun? I'm having so much fun. Uh, I was a little bit nervous about it, but then I realized it's just, I'm talking about what I know yes. and talking with my friends and... Uh, explaining what actually goes on behind the scenes of Dancing with the Stars, and I've been there for 18 seasons, oh. so well, I know it pretty well. Yeah, thank I love you. It. Congratulations. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to like and subscribe. And to learn more about this episode, shop our merchandise, and to submit your secrets, visit I've Got a Secret with Robin McGraw.com. <laughs>